Hey, this is DML. And I'm Miss Mary. And you're listening to The Wine and Talk. All right, so here we are, Mary, for the third episode of The Wine and Talk. Truth be told, Mary and I have already dove into uh, half a glass of wine, and then we report with another brand. This thing is called 14 Hands. It's a cool label. It's a cool label, but let me tell you something. It is not the best tasting. We put the wine clip on, and now I think it's a little better. What's your take on that? Better. It's better? Yeah. Yeah. So real quick on the wine clip, the wine clip, you can see it right here. Uh, at the at the end of the day, listen, we need you to buy the wine clip in order for us to keep the show going. How does that sound? But we actually sold so many wine clips in the first two episodes that we had to place another order and they shipped this week. They'll be coming in. So if you haven't received your wine clip yet, it will be shipped next week. And if you order one today or on the weekend, whenever you see this, yours too will ship next week. Let me give you the deal on the wine clip here in case you have no idea what it is. There's a thing called Faraday's Law, and Faraday's Law is if you pass a liquid through a molecular field um, with uh, in a circular motion, it will change the molecular structure. It's pretty heady, right? Man, you know all about that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, okay. Can't you just say it makes it taste good? It makes it taste better. So anyway, we developed, I say we, my neighbor and I, one night a long time ago, we were drinking wine. He has a business to where he has naval contracts where the big, huge Navy ships, in case you didn't know this, they're basically powered by water. So they take in water, the water funnels through, powers the engine, powers the air conditioning, powers everything. That water starts to build up along the pipes, just like bad cholesterol gets into your arteries and eventually, boom, the heart goes out. Well, the same thing happens with these ships, right? If you get, listen, in an RL boat, that's how we used to power it. And all the time, I'd wind up getting these clogs because stuff got in through the lines. You'd have to clean the lines out. Well, he created these big, huge cylinders that had magnets around them, and therefore, it changed the molecular structure of the water, so this way it wouldn't go up against the walls, lottie dotty. So we're having a couple of cocktails. We're drinking this horrific wine. He says, I wonder if I can improve the taste of this wine with some magnets. I said, how are you going to do it? He took his wife's hair clip out of her head. He took magnets. He took rubber bands and tape, put it around, put it around the wine, poured it. We all started tasting it. We're like, oh my God, it's like a totally different wine. And therefore, my entrepreneurship came through, his entrepreneurship, and all of a sudden, we have the wine clip. So part of the wine and talk is we offer you the wine clip less for less money than you can buy it directly from the people who manufacture that, who is my neighbor. So we're selling it to you for cheaper. If you go to DennisMichaelLynch.com slash wine, that's DennisMichaelLynch.com slash wine, get a wine clip. And then when you watch and listen to the wine and talk, you could drink with us. And if you've got crappy tasting wine, voila, you put that at the top and all well, is good. Crappy. You know, if you're on a budget and you don't want to spend on an expensive piece, you know, a thing of wine, then this would definitely do the trick. Bottom line is it takes any wine that hasn't matured yeah. enough or any wine that may be on the cheaper side and it makes it better. Just a little wine information. A lot of times your cheaper wines, they are the third squeeze of a grape. So usually the better wines are the first squeeze of the grape. And then mm -hmm. what they do is they squeeze it a second time and then they squeeze it a third time. And the third time they squeeze those grapes is usually the cheaper stuff. Right. And anyway... Lo, lo and behold, you put the wine clip on, you pour it, and what do you get? You get a better smelling bouquet, 
and you get a better tasting, tasting. wine. Yep. And therefore, I can actually drink this without going, oh, goodness, God. Anyway, Mary, the sign up here says kind versus nice. This is what you wanted to talk about. I let you pick the topic today. I have no idea how this is going to wind up going. Something tells me it's going to be a colossal disaster, sort of like what you've done to the outside of my house along the driveway. Okay. You know what? That's a conversation for another day. Mm-mm. Because let's address it before we start talking about nice versus kind. We're putting divots in the grass, and it's the UPS truck, it's the Amazon truck, it's when the landscape. Can you speak into in. the microphone? Um, they can hear me. This is not your first rodeo. I know. Well, you know what? Then I got to do that. Okay, and like a little like that. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, if you put your body towards the microphone. I, okay. Now we shouldn't have to do this anymore. This is this is this is this okay, is Okay, I don't do this every day like you. So my natural tendency is to move my body around. No. So I have to no. we could we could get learn. into conversation about that. It's a learning that. curve. We get into conversation about that, but the kids are around. Okay. <laughs> anyway. anyway, it's not me. It's okay. not me making the divots. Okay, so video proves it's Amazon. Okay, video proves everything. And Ryan is gonna play a video <gasps> in a second here. Yeah. So Ryan, why do you keep throwing me under the bus? He doesn't. It's me. And he just plays it. Mary, at the end of the day, he needs a paycheck. So at the end of our driveway, our driveway has a brick driveway. And at the end of the driveway, Mary, with the SUV, continues to drive over the grass and over the sprinkler head and create huge divots. No, no, you can when I'm done. Politeness is you let one person speak and then you go to the next one. You, You appear to be a Democrat. Don't talk over me. That's niceness. So, no, listen- so Mary, instead of making a turn into the driveway so she doesn't destroy the lawn, she doesn't destroy the head of the, the sprinkler system, what she does is she drives into the grass, makes huge divots, especially with all the rain we've had in Florida late, recently. We have a big, huge divot. It fills up with water. She takes the mud. It goes on her uh, on her wheels, and she leads it all the way up the driveway. And I've got these skid marks that look like skid marks, the dirt and garbage going all the way up the driveway. And I've asked her 50,000 times not to do it, and you disregard it. And I'm pissed. Okay. First of all, we've had a ton of rain, and there's the base of the driveway has puddles. So when I do pull into the driveway, because you always say, oh, it, it, the line goes all the way up to where your car is. First of all, I'm the only one that comes and goes all day. That's what it is. It's just the puddle that I'm pulling into. I'm not driving onto the grass. We've been here for over two years. I, all of a sudden now I'm driving on the grass. Okay. You know what we're going to do? We're going to play the video. And we're going to let the video speak for itself. This is not too difficult, okay? Check this out. I'm going to show you this. This is not a difficult turn, okay? You come into the driveway, and this is what I get. Why do I get this? And look, here you go. Look at all this, all right? This is what she does. Look at the trail. Here comes the trail. Here goes the trail. Where does the trail go? Where does the trail go? Here we go. Here goes the trail. Here goes the trail. Let's take a look. Here it is, still dirty. Still dirty, still dirty. The trail goes, oh, which car is it? It's this car. Look, it's this car, my wife's car. There you go, here we go. See the dirt? There you go. Even Kelly will tell you. Hey, Kel, what happens? That whenever she like drives in the driveway and I'm sitting in the passenger seat, I can always feel the car go down. (laughs) You can hear the bump, you can feel the bump. Yeah. It's Amazon. Okay. Ryan, based on the evidence- Wait, where can I see this video? What? Where can you see the video? You can't see it right now. You don't need to see the video, Mary. You're living in real time. 
You understand? You're creating it. All you have to do is look no, out your we, window. You know what? We need to stop raining and then there'll be no more. No, man, why don't you just drive puddles. like a normal human being? Ryan, based on the based on what you've seen, I mean, you were just at the house yesterday. Does it look colossal? Does it look like a colossal disaster? Right at the start of the driveway, there's a big, uh, it's like a uh, trench. <laughs> yeah. And does it look like there was a big wheel that maybe caused that trench? Multiple times. Yes. And do you think it's your father? Could be. Seriously, Ryan? What about Amazon? Am- no, Amazon, they park in the street. No. Thank you, Ryan. No, no, they pull into the driveway when they have heavy stuff. No, they don't. Yes, they no, do. They, they use the, well, uh, next time I'm going to take video okay, you so know I can have video to give Maybe Ryan. Maybe I should ask the question differently. Ryan, if you were having to bet all the money in your pocket, you had to get it right not to lose your money, and you could double your money by guessing who it is that you think is doing this, who would you put your money on? Mom. Thank you very little. Okay, that's the end of that. Okay, so now with that being said, that's petty. What is it that I'm talking about here today? What are we talking about today? You know, there's a, there's another solution, by the way, to what it is you're doing to our property. Stop buying from Amazon every day. Yeah, you know why? Because they make multiple trips, and I'm telling you, it's yeah. Amazon. Okay, it's Matt, what are we talking about today? Um, what what's the difference between nice and being kind? Being nice versus being kind. All right, go ahead. You want so to tell me what it is? You tell me. What do you think the difference is? Being nice versus being kind. I don't think there is any difference. There is. Uh, okay. What's the you, first of all, nice versus kind? Mary has sent me the link, and do you know where the link goes to? CNN. What is wrong with you? Because they do these like opinion pieces. It, it shows up in like Mary, my you, general feed. Mary, do you realize? I also have another article that's not CNN. Hold on, Mary. Earlier today, Dennis and I did a podcast about how it is that we are getting slaughtered. The DML News app, DennisMichaelLynch.com, the DML podcast is getting slaughtered by a far-left organization called NewsGuard that says we put out fake news. They gave us a 30 out of 100 rating because we're telling the truth. They actually listed the things that we put out, really? which are listed the truth. Yes. That's Do terrible. you know what CNN got from this organization? 100. 100 out of 100. <laughs> and you know what you're doing? You're supporting this crap okay. by making me talk about something Fine. that's on CNN. Then I won't pull articles from them anymore. Being, but if this isn't an article. It's just like an opinion piece. Okay, same thing from a far leftist. Being nice versus being kind. When was the last time you were nice? You might recall saluting a veteran for, the, for their service or greeting a stranger. Being nice involves being polite and pleasing to others. This might feel less authentic and rewarding than performing kind acts, says Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a clinical psychologist and author of the upcoming book, The Joy of Imperfect Love. If you're pleasing people, you're placing an expectation on the person you're being nice to that they respond to you in a certain way. So says the doctor. Niceness can be used as a social strategy to get into someone's good graces, she said. Think about the last time you comp- complimented someone's outfit by, but didn't really mean it. Did you do it to make them uh, like you or did you feel obligated to comment on their new look since everyone else did? Being kind is a less self-serving Sort of thing, says Dr. Ash Nakarni, an associate psychiatrist and director of wellness at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Massachusetts. 
On the one hand, kindness involves being generous without expecting to get anything in return. The other half is the purpose being uh, behind the action. A kind person is acting out of compassion and genuine concern for another. Right. So, so in I, other I words, if you're here, nice, you're a bullshit artist, and if you're kind, you're a real person. Right. Well, acts of kindness always cost something, whether it's your time, your effort, comfort, pride, ego, but it's an intentional and it's a sacrifice and it has meaning behind it. And the reason I picked this, and I don't know, maybe because I'm hormonal, I don't know, but- <laughs> To say the least. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I also wanted to have like a deep conversation because we're always kind of joking around and or we're beating up on the kids because- I like beating up Gen on the kids. They're Gen Z and millennials and whatever. I think but, it's an act of kindness to beat up on them. <laughs> I do. It could be. I think it's a way of teaching Dude, them where you need to clean your glasses. There's a big smudge mark, and it's. Can I have your glasses? No, actually, Come on, I could do actually, it quickly. Ryan, make sure you're in on me. Do you like see a, these glasses? That can Mary, I clean them? Can you stop? Look, mine are nice and clean. Okay. Do you see these glasses that I'm wearing that are dirty? These are not my glasses. Do you know whose glasses they are, Mary? Do they look familiar? I think that's my thumbprint. These are your. These are your glasses. <laughs> I don't know how. This is why you're not. This is why you're not seeing the driveway. Maybe. Because you're wearing. First of all, these glasses are them? purple. Can anybody see the film on this? <laughs> Ryan, can you see the film on this? I'm telling you, it looks like mommy sticks her it's glasses so in Vaseline before she puts them on. Read that article. With that. Here, actually, you know what? It looks like you, I'll take fog. my own video here and I'll, I'll I'll do it. Oh my goodness! Can people see it? I mean, I, it's disgusting. I have to clean that. I'm looking it through here. I can't, I can't see look anything. at it. We're looking yeah. at you. Oh my okay. goodness! Hold on. All right. So, Thank goodness I'm wearing a watch. All right, go ahead, man. You want to get into a deep conversation. Go ahead. No, so no any- I'll, I'll try to be serious. I'll be serious. So anyway. I need wine. God works in mysterious ways. That's all I'm going to say. He certainly does. So I had read this article. Oh, this God. Was, uh, Wait, Ryan, you know what to say here. Was it an article or was it a headline? Headline. Thank you. Actually, I read the whole article because mm. I found it interesting. Jeez, that must have taken a half hour. Because no, right? Everybody can be nice, right? And it could, it could, Yeah, it, I'm going to tell you that. Right. My, my niceness is done. Talk into the damn right, microphone well, or to, else you're fired and I'm getting a I new woman I think I made it better. Here. Yeah, you did make it a little better. So anyway, I went to the – so <sighs> I had seen the article. It caught my attention because I was curious. No, because it's CNN because, and no, you're far you left. Say, if, no, when you say nice versus kind, you Listen, would think that they're the same thing. Your parents but are they're Democrats. Not. You're a Democrat. So anyway, I had to go to the bank. And I was running late and I pull up to the bank and the doors are right there. So you can kind of see in. And there's like a person right up against the back of the door. Mary, if you don't talk into I'm that I'm talking into the mic, No, you're honey. not. You're talking into your hand. Okay. So when you pull up to the bank, the doors are there. There's a person right there. And I'm saying to myself, oh my God, there's such a long line. What are they short staffed? So I got like aggravated and frustrated. I go into the bank. And so when you go into the bank, there's those little short counters where you can fill out your stuff. Okay. And then you have the big counters with the all the tellers, okay. right? So it's about maybe 10 feet from the door to the short Please little- Please don't knock over your wine. I'm, I'm not going that. to. Little counters. And then from the counter to the bank tellers, is probably about 30, 30, 35 feet. It's big. So that whole space is empty. So I'm like, why are we all squished, you know, behind this little counter? Okay. So there's an old man- in his mid, like, not old, but like, I'd say in his early 60s. <laughs> Wait a second. 
She just to find a man in his early 60s who is only, that means, seven like, years older than us. So you're going to put like us maybe, as old? Like 65. That's not old, Mary. I know. I said older. He's a spring chicken. I didn't mean to say old. I meant no, older. No, older is I'm expecting an 85-year-old man, right, no, Ryan? No, he definitely wasn't an 85-year-old man. He was like in his, I'd say he's like 65. Okay, so he's not so, even retired yet. So he's holding on to the counter and then everybody else is standing behind him. So there's a, a black man, older guy, maybe I'd say late 40s. Then it's a woman and then it's myself. And then somebody literally is standing outside the door who just came up, but they can't get in because the line is, um, I'm literally by the door. So the guy standing there, the older man, and he's got like a little bit of a, like a twitch going. Um, and so he turns cause a woman comes, she's like, what's going on? The woman that was trying to come in and he said, Oh, I, I need to hold on to this. I'm having an episode. So she was like, okay. So then she stood out the thing. So Everybody, all the tellers were t- were taken, right? Everybody was being helped. So I'm waiting there like a couple of minutes and then the teller is available. So the guy goes to walk to the teller and he, and he grabs the thing. He's like, I can't do it. So he says to the black gentleman in front of me, you go, go ahead. I'm going to wait. And he says, I got you. Don't worry. So like in a second, he walks over, puts his arm out like this and the gentleman, the white older guy, was like, that's so kind of you, and puts his arm around him. And like little steps, this man is walking him up to the teller. Mm. And he gets up to the teller. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's my hormones, but I started to get like teary-eyed. Yeah. I'm not kidding. No, I got, it's a like, nice story. It's I, like, a really nice story. I started getting teary-eyed. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody wants to paint that you know, everybody's got an agenda and everybody's racist. And, you know, it, it, like the world is, to me, upside down. Mm. And he said the words, I got you. Like, mm. don't worry, man, I got you. And he literally just like, with, just put his arm out, like, like an old married couple. You know how you put, so he literally had to loop his arm around him. And they kind of, you know, he had a, the guy had to shuffle himself up. Mm-hmm. So then he stood behind him, just in case. He did his banking. And then at that point, he was going to walk him out to his car because he says, as he's walking him up, he goes, I get these episodes, they pass. Because, you know, we were thinking, you know, how's this man driving home and how is he driving? So at that point, there's the uh, woman who's working at the desk, you know, who does that, you know, different kind of banking. She comes up and says, I got this, I'll walk him out to his car. So it was like a chain reaction. Right? Of, of kindness. Of kindness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like when the the young or well, the older black gentleman like said, Hey, I got you. He didn't the, the, the man didn't even wasn't like, oh no, don't worry, or or hesitant, you know. Just right away, just put it like thank you, so kind. And that was the word he used, so kind of you. Mm. And I don't know, I just sometimes I just wanted to share the story because That's a great story. Everything is so jaded and when you, you know, like we watch, because now with the whole election, like we're watching the news a lot and I find it depressing. Yeah. I, I really do. There is nothing positive. Um, and then my other story, because- <laughs> Can you tell it into the microphone? Yes. Okay. Is um, I joined uh, a Bible group. I haven't done one ever. So the, uh, uh, from our PIPs, which is Parents in Prayer and Service, uh, this mom wanted to do this Bible study. So she, you know, put out like a, an email, anybody who's interested. Now she had done one, uh, 
a while ago and like eight or nine people had shown up, but it was a different concept, but it was still um, religious based, you know, faith based. So she puts out the email and I'm like, you know what? I've never done a Bible study. And with everything that's going on, I, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of get rooted more in my faith. Right. So I respond, yeah, I'll go. I show up. There was 35 women Mm. that showed up for this Bible study. And then she was blown away. She expected maybe 10, 12 people. And I'd say out of the 35 people, five of them had done it before. Mm -hmm. The rest of it, like myself, were brand new. So the first question she goes around and asks everybody, you know, why, what brought you here? Mm -hmm. And almost everybody's response was the same, that they wanted to get reconnected with their faith. Mm -hmm. They wanted to get more grounded, self-care. That was a big one. And part of a community. And um, just dealing with everything that's going on, you know, uh, globally and, and, you know, with the elections and stuff, that people are just looking for a a place to come and and just get reunited with their faith. Mm. I mean, that was a huge turnout. So she did not expect to have that many people. Yeah. So... Wow, my comments on this. First so of all, so those are my two stories that I wanted to share, and maybe it's because I'm hormonal. I have no idea. But no, 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 no. I just no, wanted no. to do something good. Now you're softening me. Yeah. Um. No, what I'll say is this. Uh, you know, I'm busting your chops about driving over my lawn and destroying it every single day. And no matter how many times I tell you, please don't do it, you keep on blaming the Amazon truck, which parks in the street, doesn't come up the driveway. And I can follow the line up to your truck and then there's mud on your tires. It's a puddle. Yes. But here's the thing. I know that you're not doing it maliciously. I mean, you would be chopping off your own finger to do it. I mean, you live at the same house too. And I try to be as nice to you as I possibly can about it. And then I lose my patience, right? But truth be told is maybe you're having difficulty seeing the driveway the right way, right? So I should basically step back and just be a little bit more kind and say something along the lines of, hey, man, are you having a problem with seeing the driveway or something like that? But I don't. Automatically, I'm ready to jump on you because I'm thinking to yourself, you're shortchanging. You don't really give a rat's ass. And Which isn't true. Which isn't true. Yeah. Which isn't true. You're just a bad driver and so or a bad parker. So when you started your story about the bank – I won't lie to you because you're my wife and I never do. I was like, oh my God, how long is this story going to be? Where the hell is this going? Right? Ryan's shaking his head. Yes. He's like, oh my God, this is bad podcasting. <laughs> and uh, and as the story progressed, I was like, wow, this is maybe one of the best stories I've heard in a very long time. And I think my reaction to your story, I don't know who Ryan had the camera on at the time or not, but I mean, my reaction to it was that I, I started to get a little choked up. Yeah. And the reason why I was getting choked up, and I, I'd, I'd love to hear Dennis's take on this, uh, you know, Dennis and I, we make a living by identifying all the negativity that's out there in the world, especially in the country. And... There are times when I walk away from doing the podcast every day that I say to myself, man, I am so tired of talking about how white people are bad and black people are victims. And meanwhile, I look at these videos every day and it's like, you know, 
uh, the black people are killing each other. It's the number one way to kill, uh, to die is if you're a young black man, the number one way to die is homicide. And then I look at the fentanyl overdoses and you look who's overdosing on fentanyl. It's mm-hmm. white kids all the time. And it's like the media and everybody who has, have, has a microphone does everything they possibly can to divide the nation and to identify who the bad guy and who the good guy is. In your simple little bank story shows how wrong we really all are. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the majority of the people in this country, and I do believe the majority of the people in the world, with the exception of those who live in the Middle East, don't see color, don't see religion. They see fellow human beings. Mm-hmm. And when that black man, uh, and I'm glad you identified him as a black man and not just a man, when that black man said, I gotcha, he didn't see it as an old white guy. 65 struggling. He saw it as a fellow human being, Mm -hmm. one of God's children who were struggling. And I truly believe that that is the sentiment for most people in this world. But the media and the governments and the naysayers and the loud voices who have all the microphones have made us feel as if that's really not the world we live in. And I believe that's why you're getting so many people going to the Bible study. I, I want. I agree I, with you. I, yeah, I want to bring in Ryan on this one because he's sitting right there. But, but I, I also want to add. Go ahead. Uh, so the kicker to it after this whole thing transpired is I got in the car and I was I I got choked up. I was at the bank. At the bank, I was teary eyed. Yeah. But then I got hit with kind of a reality check because. I didn't instinctively go to reach my arm out to that man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you hesitate. You don't know who he is. You don't know what's wrong with him. Yes. You don't know if he's got cooties or not. You don't know if he's got COVID. Or, or, you know, um, God forbid he fell while I'm trying to walk him up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right away my mind, I felt compassion for him. I felt bad. And I was kind of like for a couple of seconds like, well, what's – the man in front of me yeah. didn't take a couple seconds. Nope. Just like, I got you, man. I mean. He, he, you know what? He was godly and he was instinctive. And like I said, he didn't see color. He didn't see uh, COVID. He didn't see anything else. He just saw a fellow human being. Yeah. He did unto others as he would want others to right. do unto and him. I came up short. And I got to tell you, I really, like I sat in the car and I really like reflected and I was like, you know, why? Uh, well, I mean, I know it. I, I, today's day and age, I don't know if you came up short. I would help, but I don't know. I just didn't instinctively react the way the gentleman in front of me did. No, I, I mean, I think everybody in here, the kids and you would agree that I would have done what that black man did. I, I think so too. I, I, I would have done it in a second. And then if he was sick or if he was a crazy nut or whatever, then later I would have said to myself, oh, what did I do that for? But, um, there are people who generally are kind and will do that sort of thing. But I want to go back and we could pick that. That goes back to the difference. That was an act of kindness. That took versus being nice. I, that man could have been on his lunch break, right? Yeah. Or he's because uh, he was in like work clothes. You know, maybe he was making a deposit for you know. Like I'm sure he had a busy schedule, mm. and that's so that's 
the difference between being nice versus being kind. And, well, it, and I, I read to you what they said about the act of kindness is that you're going out of your way. It's an inconvenience or it, it takes time, yes. you know, and you're not looking for a reward at right. the end. Well, that, the, in that CNN article that you sent, um, the beginning of it, uh, I didn't read the beginning of it, but it's written by a, a woman who recently lost her father. And she had outpouring of niceness. Right. Except for she had two college friends who she hadn't seen in the longest time, and they wound up sending like gifts to her house. She hasn't even talked to them in decades. The gifts got lost, and they reached out to her and said, hey, we want to let you know that we sent gifts or whatever. And she said, it was just that act of kindness. And then to follow up to let me know that they mm-hmm. wanted me to know that the, the the stuff was sent. She goes, they didn't have to do that. Right. You know? They didn't have to do that. And she said, it was just the act of kindness. She said it was incredible. But I, I want to go back to the Bible study thing for a second, because I think that may even be a bigger message than what the black man did in the bank. You talk and you you did it with great emotion and great intelligence and great passion. You tell the story about how it is that Bible study and there are 30 plus women showing up, many of whom have never done anything like that before. And I do think that we have found ourselves as a society and a country, but more so as a society where we have been taught to stay away from the man in the bank. Yes. But instinctively, that's not how we were raised. We were raised to help that man in the bank and ask questions later. And we've been pushed into this negative spiral, which is out of control. And it doesn't seem like there's anything that can be done to stop it. Everybody lies. Everybody's out for themselves. Everything's corrupt. Everybody's breaking the law. Victims are now criminals. Criminals are now victims. And people just want to go back to simplicity and basics. And when you peel back the onion to simplicity and basics, it's what we were all taught about being children of God. Mm -hmm. And that's why people like yourself uh, are finding themselves uh, gravitating back to something as simple and holy and pure as Bible study. And I got to tell you, I don't know, you know, we have this woman, Anita, who basically has for years run our app, the DML News app. And I have busted her chops forever because on Wednesdays, she wouldn't, Wednesday nights, she wouldn't be able to work. And one day I finally asked her, I said, Anita, what happens on Wednesdays that prevents you right. from doing the app? And she said, I go to Bible study. And oh my God, have I busted her chops for years? I'm like, what? left is there to study about the Bible. And so she's probably laughing her butt off right now listening to this because here we are, uh, people who, I I mean, you were raised a Catholic and you always tell the kids the story of your father forced you to go to church every Sunday. Yes. I was raised a Catholic and my parents forced me into being a altar boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And as we grew up, because they forced us to do those two things, you and I sort of broke away from the church. We broke away from the the standard of picking up the Bible and reading the Bible and understand passages. Right, it became like a chore. It became a chore. 
And it's not that we ever abandoned God. No. It wasn't that we abandoned our religion and our faith. It was that we left it on the back burner. It was there, especially if we needed something. We prayed to God and said, oh, please, God, please make it so I get this paycheck. Please make it to where I get rid of this cold. Please make it that my scan doesn't show cancer. And we forgot what the real meaning of it was. And I, I would like to hear this from Ryan. I would like to hear this from Denny. Uh, Ashley's busy in the back, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, grab her. But we never made our kids go to church. I mean, one the last time I remember us going to church as a family is when they were kids. We lived in Massapequa, so yeah. we're going back 15, 20 years ago. And we were so turned off by the priest and the collections and people yelling at people for having cell phones and stuff. I said to you, we're not going back. And we never went back. But when I got sick two years ago, I started picking up my faith in a huge way. I was saying sorry for all my sins. I was asking whatever I could do to be a better person, blah, 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 blah. And I feel as if, and I'm not taking credit for it, I'm feeling as if that moment in time in our family's life sort of triggered everybody to sort of kind of pick up their faith because since then you've joined prayer uh parents in prayer you're going to bible uh you know study uh Dennis will often refer to god i know ryan now is 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 doing stuff i mean his friend he's one of his friends is reading the bible ashley started going back to church mm-hmm. i just enrolled kelly Right. She, I, I, last, last night she had to go to, she said, I said, where are you going? She goes, oh, I'm going to, what was right, it? Right, because she was, she, prayer study yeah, or something like she that? was in class uh, for confirmation, for preparation, but then COVID had hit right. and everything got canceled. And I could have easily probably rationalized in my brain, like, hey, you know, you didn't get to finish your studies because, and make your confirmation because of COVID. Like if she was to ask me as an adult, like, mom, why didn't, why am I the only sibling that didn't make my confirmation? Yeah. And, but it was bothering me that she, that they were like, you, you, she can, she's an awesome student. She's a great athlete, but I want her to have some spirituality. I want mm-hmm. her to learn about her faith and, um, and have that also be like a vehicle. Like it's, it's, you, it's the well-rounded individual, right? So everybody says you gotta be well-rounded. No, it just can't be sports or it just can't be schoolwork. So she pushed back on me. She didn't want to do it. And she almost felt like, you know, when you have snow days, you're like, oh, I don't have to go to school. She almost was like, ah, oh, I didn't have to finish my studies and I don't have to do the whole confirmation. And when she got, she went to the first class last night. When she got in the car, I said, well, how was it? She said, oh, the guy was old. You know, Which she's, means he was probably 45. <laughs> he was okay. really old. He was kind of dry. She says, but there were some things I think, you know, I can get on board with. Those yeah. are the words she used. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So she, there was something there that she found um, interesting that kept her attention that she's going to, you know, she has no issue going back. Hey, Denny, come on out. I want to ask you and Ryan a question. Ryan, I'm going to start off with you. Ryan, do you find yourself, your friends, I mean, uh, I mean, I know you have one friend, we don't have to name him by name, but I mean, who you told me the other day, he's always reading the Bible. And, and this is a kid who just used to be just nothing but a sports addict. Do you, what, what, what do you see with your age group and maybe even yourself when it comes to this? Uh, besides that one friend, um, none of my other friends are like that, no. no. I mean, I've always had a strong faith and belief. I never really fluctuated. 
just more of the church aspect. I have a lot to say about the church. I'm not going to do it now, but I'm not a fan of them, especially Pope Francis. But, you know, my altar is next to my bed. And so, uh, but in the, this generation, um, I mean, I, I, there's certain people that do. It's, I would say there's a trend where people are going more towards uh, the Bible. But like in my friend group, uh, just that one kid, for example. What about you, Dennis? I mean, you know, I, we used to, t- you would never bring up things of a religious base or whatever. And I often in our podcast, I'll hear you refer to things with God and stuff of that nature. How do you find yourself at this point and your friends? I mean, what's your take? Uh, I mean, I don't really discuss it amongst most of my friends. I mean, I, I, we're just so busy anyways, but, uh, you know, for me, just personally, um, you know, I, I started going back. I don't go probably as much as uh, Ashley has done in the last year. Talking but to the microphone. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate church and going and, and just kind of finding a humility to it. You know what? I, we should bring Ashley up here. Hey, Ashley, do me a favor. Come on up here, honey. We'll bring her in in a second. But when you... But when if you, I can touch on yeah. Ryan's comment about, you know, this like resurgent... Surgeons. I mean, look at Jesus Revolution. That movie came out. That made like they didn't. They thought that thing was going to bomb. It made like over a hundred million dollars worldwide. Uh, then you had the Freedom, Sound of Freedom, same thing, over a hundred million. So I was just look. Uh, this is from Fox News. Hit filmmaker launches studio for faith audiences. We want to flood the world with hope. Mm. So they're coming out. The studio who made Jesus Revolution and Sounds of Freedom have four films that they're coming out with in 2024 that are faith-based because there's an audience there. Of course there is. Of course there is. Ash, I'll just ask you real quick. uh, Take the microphone over. You have, uh, as of late, started to go back to church. I mean, you haven't been to church since you were a little tiny girl. How how, How do you... What's the value you get out of going to church and now reflecting and and praying and stuff of that nature? Um, the value of going is, you know, somebody to look up to, pray to, and be give you guidance. I think that um, you find yourself in in situations of hardships. You need somebody to turn to, and I found that going to church and praying to God was kind of like that solace for me. Yeah. How do you feel when you're coming out of there? Uh, liberated. Liberated. So, yeah. You know, with um, every single morning, every you know, so we obviously, I don't have to tell you, I mean, you know, so we started this thing, Best Pals, right? So it's, it's sort of my uh, morning ritual. And you're more than privy to my morning ritual because when you wake up, I'm usually sitting outside on the balcony mm-hmm. and you see what I'm doing. And- I'll give you an example. This morning, I went out there, and I haven't done my morning ritual in now three to four days because of my schedule. You know, I was traveling a little and what have you. And I, I mean, the first thing I do every single day is I sit down and I say my prayers. And I start it the same way every single day. You know, God, thank you for today. I thank you for yesterday. And I pray you give me decades to come of health, wealth, and happiness. And, you know, I, I will literally sit there and talk about things that I'm doing wrong that I know I need to improve on. I ask for forgiveness of the sins that I've made and uh, it just, you know, mistakes that are making or being too harsh to somebody, not being kind enough, as you're saying. 
And when I finish that prayer, when I finish that conversation, I feel so much better. I mean, it is, uh, there's no glass of wine that can make me feel as healthy and fresh and, and jubilant as I do when I'm done with that morning prayer. And I could tell you that I, I did not do that for decades of my life. Nothing. The only time I ever reached out to, to God was when I needed something. And, uh, and that's think, not the way it works. But I think this is the microphone. Oh, so I think it's because we're so busy, right? You're, you're raising kids, you're, you got your own businesses. Um, you know, it's fast paced and we're, we're just not wired to slow down, reflect because it's there for you. Right. I mean, church, however you, like Ryan says, his altar is next to his bed. But I think that's what the, I think people are starting to realize that, Hey, you know, I can't keep on this, uh, this freight train that doesn't stop, you know, like I have to stop. I have to reflect because it, it you know, part of the act of kindness, they were saying how it's actually healthy for you. You oh, know, it releases sure. certain, uh, you know, neurons and stuff. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a whole picture. And I think the concept of, and this is why I really wanted to do this podcast on this subject is it's the words he used. I got you. Mm. I mean, it's powerful. Oh, it's every time you say it, I I get a little choked up. And I think people... And I think it's even more powerful the fact that he was black and the other man was white. Yes, of course. I mean, it's like... Did you tell this story at your Bible? I didn't. Oh, that's a mistake. You got to tell it. I think when I heard these other women speak, why they were there, I think it's almost like they were saying like, I got you. Meaning... I can come to this place. I can go to the Bible. I can, like God always, and I don't want to get all, you know, holy roly, but there's a truth there. There's a a pureness there that, you know, he's got you even in good times and bad times. And if we can just stop and take the time, you know, stop and smell the roses, Mm -hmm. you know, you stop and reflect and, and see, like I reflected after that. And I, I felt like I came up somewhat short. There was a part of me I was going to say, "Hey, you mean short in the bank?" In the bank, like, I disagree. With there that, was a part I was going to go up and say, "Hey, you, know, I'll walk him to the car." Like I was, it was going through my head because this guy was obviously next in line to get his banking done, but the woman who could see it happening because she was at her desk came across, and then I, I could tell that that's what she was going to say, and then it was like, "No, you do your banking." Like I got it from here, and she walked him out to his car, and he was out there couple of minutes. And then I guess his episode passed and he drove away. So I don't know. I just, um, and and I just wanted to, cause I thought the whole- It's not another CNN article you're going to bring out right now. But I just thought- I thought maybe she was going to bring up Huffington Post, Ryan, next. I mean, how low can we go? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm only going to give you so much forgiveness. (laughs) No, I just- God is only going to forgive you for reading CNN once in a while, Mary. I think that, that these films were coming out, you know, I- this was what this article was about, but they, they were interviewing um, the man behind the studio that's making these films. And he says, when your pain outweighs your fear, you ask the bigger questions in life. Is there a purpose and a plan for my life? Is God real? Real? Does my life matter? And I think that we've all just been through an incredibly difficult season of life together. And I think that is the reason why there is this sudden measurable rise 
in spiritual interest and curiosity in America and around the world. We just need hope. Oh, we, we just need hope now more than ever. So, See, I disagree with his last word there. We don't need hope. Hope was Obama's plan, and hope is never a plan. We need faith. There's well, a difference I would be- have used faith. Yes, I think there's, that's, a, there's the a difference between hope and faith, and Dennis and I talk about this all the time. You have to keep faith. You know, hope is a magic trick. Well, I, let me finish. So he, so he says about hope, but he says, um, we need to tell stories to restore the things that we believe in, family, community, God, and America. And he's going to do this through the movies. So I don't know. And what I, the movie's about? The, 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 he didn't, um, the, that's like, a, it's a really long article to Ryan's point. I didn't go that far down. I'll wait for the trailers. You, you just went. You just went total headline. <laughs> no, no, I read most of the article, but the, he did break down each movie, but I didn't read it. I'll just wait for the trailers to come out. All right, and as I pour myself another glass here from the, uh, what is it called? Fourteen hands. Do you know what hands? Why they call it fourteen hands? No, I have no idea. You don't know that? No. I bet you Ryan does. Why do they call it fourteen hands, Ryan? And it, and the logo is with a horse on the front. Why are they call it fourteen hands? Going He's going to try to Google it really fast. Going over my head. It's going over your head. Yeah. yeah. How do you know? Uh, Mary, I know. Because you every, know all. I know everything. Can you please say that? Because it would be an act of kindness. Give me a hint. How tall are you? Five nine. Okay. Well, they don't measure a horse. In, no. In height. They measure it in hands. Really? Uh-huh. Oh. Wait, how did you know that? Now, I know everything. No, but seriously, how hand? did you know that? Because I know everything. I, cause, Are you, you talking you, like a human hand? Like they just it, It's measured in hands. Hmm. Hey, all hands are different sizes. I don't know, man. I didn't make it up, but that's the way it is. I'm Googling that. Yeah, yeah Google I knew it. Google, it. Google, Google it. it. And if I'm wrong, tell me. But can we go, can we take this a little down from heaven for a second? I just thought they connected. That's why I wanted to do. No, no, no. Both. I'm not. No, no, no. Let, let me, let me, let me say, I'm usually not humble on this program. I will say you humbled me on this program. It is hard for you to stop me in my tracks. You stopped me in my tracks. You had me. My suggestion had is. Had you at hello? No, you didn't have me at hello. In fact, Ryan will agree with me because I saw Ryan's face when, when you had. The beginning of the story, I said to myself, this is going to be an editing nightmare. But you may want to tell that story at your next Bible study. Just leave out the big, huge line at the bank. It was unnecessary. Just go right to, there was a man struggling at the bank. He was about to fall. Everybody was getting aggravated because he was slowing down the line. First of all, you're unbelievable. Ryan, you have me on this one. I I hear Danny. You're the man who tells stories that take forever and you and i'm like okay do we need to know that part do we need to know that part i wanted to present the story wait, with Ryan's my lining, Ryan, wait wait with my my state Who's of camera right now my my state of mind so like as soon as i pulled into the parking spot and i saw that there was a person literally up against the back of the door right away i was like i don't want to you know Jesus, what are they? See, already you're saying Jesus, right. saying names well, in I'm vain. I'm telling you what I said in the car. I got worked up. for, And, it, and you know what? It was unnecessary because there was a reason. There was a man suffering, you know? 
And anyway, and I've not an American I'm, like all right, so human being. When I came said to you, we're gonna let Ryan take me down in a second because I could just tell by his body language. I should probably record this because I could just tell by his body language he wants to correct me about something. So should I let him correct hands? me? Should I let him correct me? No, right now? it's Go not. Ahead, Ryan. So what do you want to say? It's not correction. It's more just forces are measured in hands. Thank you. <laughs> it says the term hand is traditionally used to measure the height of horses because it was originally the standard unit unit of measurement during the Middle Ages. So, so I would say it's outdated. We should go to feet. <laughs> but would so you they say, said one hand is equal to four inches. But it would be very nice and kind if you would acknowledge my brilliance. Well, exactly. You can't do it because you're not a kind person. Well, isn't that wouldn't that be a small horse? Fifty six inches divided fourteen by hands. twelve. That's I don't give a rat's Maybe ass. Maybe it's a pony. But ultimately, I was correct. That'd be a four foot six horse. Why don't you just say, Dad? You're the pretty, smartest. Why don't like you just say, Dad? You're the smartest man I know. The smartest man I know, but the label isn't. No horses. Because that horse is four feet on the on the label. Well, maybe. Well, then it would be really a donkey, yeah. which would be a Democrat bottle or mini a mini horse. That's probably why it tastes like crap. So listen, <laughs> but not when you have the clip on it. Listen, much no, better. This, is, this is why yeah, I poured actually, myself a second glass. Go ahead, you can have a little second. You might want to do a little extra toast to your uh, newfound faith. All right, because up to this point, you've always been referring to me as God, which is sort of like Alec Baldwin. I am God. So, what's the problem? The fucking camera ran out. We can't get close-ups on me anymore. Mary, your son is in charge of the cameras. Can you start charging that, please? I charge the cameras all the time. So nobody could get a close-up of me anymore. Oh, which well, is- I'll switch because I hate the close-ups. In fact, Ryan we can understand threw me under the bus last week. It's so close. Nobody needs to be that close. No no all right, listen. Nobody needs to see me that close up. This podcast is going in the wrong direction. Okay, so let's- And it needs to end. It needs yeah. to wrap up. So long story short- when we talk about nice and kindness, when you make really bad meals, which is more often than not, and you ask me, how was it? Can I stop being nice and just being honest? Who makes the best chicken cutlets? You do. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Danny, nobody asked you. You're in the other room. So not all my cooking is bad. All right. So the difference between nice and kindness is nice is you are a BS artist and kindness is you do things without no, ex- because, ex- expecting a reciprocal action. Right. But I don't want to say, you know, being nice is, doesn't have any good value behind it. It does. It just doesn't take work. Like the perfect example was, oh, you have such a nice shirt on. Do I really mean it? No. You don't like my shirt? It's okay. Seriously? I love this shirt. Okay, but- You don't like the shirt, Ryan? Nice color. The difference with being kind is- What don't you like about the shirt? I'm teasing. It's I'll tell you what I don't like about the shirt. I don't like about the shirt that you don't iron anything. And this is all freaking wrinkles. I don't iron. Because you you, know what you do? Nobody irons. You wash the clothes, you wash the clothes, and then you leave the clothes wet in the dryer, and that's why they wrinkle. If you need something ironed, you send it to the dry cleaners. I don't iron. I don't even own an ironing board. Okay, but Mary, I pulled you out of the kindness. Slum. That was kind on my behalf because I got nothing in return. <laughs> I took you effort. out of the slum. I took you from your father. Your father said, "Please take her." That was an act of kindness, was it not? 
Mm. Mm. Goes both ways. Really? Yes. Okay, you ready? What's Mr. Troublemaker? Listen. Who kept you in line? I did. Man, you like troublemakers. <laughs> so, all right. Just so, you ready? Let, let's end this. Let's, yeah. end, let's end with not niceness, because niceness is kindness. lies. Let's ask with kindness. No, no, okay. You know, you're, niceness is not lies. Niceness it's is just, lies. It's just easy. Kindness takes work. That's the difference. Wait, Dennis. Has Wait, Denny. Yeah, come on, Dennis Denny. Has something to say. Hold he's, on, Dennis. Let he's me, so intellectual. Hold come on, on Denny. No, 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 no. He's so intellectual. He is. Uh, Give us your yeah. intellectual. You know that was that was that was that was nice because you wanted to say something. Give us your intellectual ahead, take. Well, because when I knew you were doing the topic, the way I interpret it is kindness comes from a state of genuineness, like integrity, like actual meaningful feelings. Whereas nice, it's more of a pleasantry. And kind of a conveying of, oh, you know, that, that's a nice shirt. That's a nice car. Civil. Oh, I had a nice night. Yeah, it's more of a um, civil, kind of like a customer to manager conversation, whereas kindness is that more emotive conversation. Yes. Now, why don't you be a little bit more kind to me? <laughs> I, there's plenty of kindness in this uh, office when, when there <laughs> needs to be. <laughs> And unkindness. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I just think kindness, it goes the few steps above. That's the approach I... Who take. would you say is more kind, your mother or your father? Kind? Yeah. And who's more nice? Why do you do that? Why do you have to pit me and you against each other? You do it all the time. And then you put them on the spot. I do. Like, why who can't we drove both, the car Why can't we grass? both be kind? No, you're nice. <laughs> He's slipping away. Yeah, look at him. He's slipping away. Ryan will sell it. Dad's more kind and mom's more nice. Be honest. What? He won't lie. No, we're both kind. I do a lot of acts of kindness are, for you my You wouldn't children. even help the guy at the bank. You left him. Oh my God. Now you're throwing me under the bus. You said it was a natural instinct to be kind of reserved. No, actually. Like, well, like, you know. Actually, a- yeah, do you want to add something before I turn off my camera? Go. About the kind and nice? Who is more kind and who is more nice? I'm going to go with the politically correct answer. No, no, we don't want guys. that. That's the nice He's gonna way say to go both. Back. You guys are both kind and nice. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm turning the camera off. Also, <laughs> in my defense, I think this battery is getting faulty. No, listen. <laughs> Glitchy. They, they have battery. You are unprepared. I think that battery is getting faulty. These have. You are unprepared. They have enough battery to go for like another. Once again, you should always have a backup battery. People can't get a close up on me. And they, let me tell you, I, gonna feel I knew you took jilted. this podcast because I do have a backup I said to battery. Ashley that I wanted Faith under there too. And I guarantee you said something like, oh, your mother. I don't know what she's doing. Ashley doesn't listen to you because she knows. Ashley, why didn't you put Faith? No, no, Mary, she doesn't have a microphone. Nobody could hear it. Well, I put it in the text. Focus, 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 focus. I'm focusing. I want to go back to the bank and then I want to end this podcast because I have another one after I'm done with you. Do you need me to help you with that one? I'm going to be cocktailed for this. No, I don't. I could stay for that one. No, this is about ballot harvesting. Okay, you wouldn't even. Yeah, you don't even know what harvest means. So can we go back? Go ahead. I want to make you feel a little better about your decisions at the bank. Okay. Okay. Because I did feel bad. No. I want to make you feel a little better about it. First of all, and I know this sounds mean. I'm not looking to be mean. Was the man who was ill, we'll call him ill, was he sort of grotesque looking? No, but I can tell- Was he straggly? No, no, no. He, but I could tell he was, he was struggling. Not that he's struggling. Did he look like somebody who 
drinks too much or maybe does drugs or is a little bit out there? Um, well, at first when I got- Disheveled, is that Yeah, like when I first got there. Did he look disheveled? A little bit, yes. Okay. All right. That's probably the word I should have used. Had I walked into the bank and I see you go up to a disheveled man, I'm going to scream at you. I'm going to say, what are you doing? You don't know who he is. Mm -hmm. You don't know what disease he has. You don't know what is in his pocket. You don't know whether it's a fake. Okay. I would not be a mean-spirited person for that. I would be looking to protect you against the horrors that take place in this world because that man fit a certain demographic. So because you are, and this could be a male chauvinist all you want, because you are my wife and because you are a female and because you can't defend yourself as well as I can, I would want you to step back away from that and let somebody else like myself or the black man online handle that situation. So you have been trained in that way because every day since we've been together since 14, I've said to you, get behind me. Yes. Okay? So you you should not feel guilty that you did not do that because your training has been that you can be in fact harmed. And although I would love to see you help that man, helping that man would not feel as good as bad would feel if you got hurt. Right. And that is what I think should be your uh, sort of feeling better about the fact that you did not step up and say, I gotcha. Right. We live in a dangerous world with dangerous people. Things have gone unhinged where the victims are now the criminals and the criminals are now the victims. The other part of that, which has to be said and then we have to sign off, is in today's day and age, if the pretty blonde white woman who has a nice home and a nice car that she uses to drive over the nice manicured lawn, whose husband has two different businesses and a beautiful studio, if you would have helped that man and by some chance dropped that man as you were trying to escort him to the uh, teller counter mm -hmm. and he fell and cracked his head, I would be sued... And I would come home to you and say, what were you thinking? No, you left out the big word. Oh, I'm not going to say what that. What the fuck yeah. were you thinking? thinking? Yeah. So you have a very, very, very viable defense. And everybody circles back to about, you know, God and doing things of that nature. I get it. God probably doesn't like lawsuits. But in this dimension, they are real. Disease is real. Mm. Knives are real. People fake things all the time. Look at all the YouTubers, right, Ryan? I just watched a thing the other day where a man was walking, a black guy was walking, and some other black kid who's a YouTube sensationalist jumped out at him and pretended like he was going to hit him. The black guy turned around and pummeled him. Pummeled him. Nothing happened. If I'm walking right. and that black kid fakes a punch to me and he's a YouTuber and I pummel him, I'm going to get yeah. sued. I'm going to lose. You're going to get arrested. Exactly. So in this world, the rules that apply, we be good, we be kind, we be nice, all we possibly can. But at the same time is we also have to look out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And those are the rules we play by when we're here. 
And I truly believe that God will look at your scorecard and say, you know what, Mary, maybe you didn't help the man at the bank like you should have, but man, you were 99% of the time one of God's greatest angels and you're allowed in. Your husband on the other end, he and Ryan are going somewhere else. That's it for us. Any last words? No, that was good. That was good? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you be a little bit nicer to me? Actually, Mary's very... What? Kinder. I'm, no, I'll take the nice. You'll get something in return. <laughs> Mary's been making me foot baths every night. Oh, it's been great. So nice of you to do. Kind. Kind. No, because you're going to want something in return. I don't know what <laughs> it is, but it's coming. Anyway, look, thank you for joining us today. Had no idea that the conversation was going to go very religious so and spiritual. Deep. Sorry, but I hope you it liked important. it. Didn't have as many laughs as maybe people were trying to time into. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's more important to do what we did here. And Mary, I think you did a home run. You hit it over the fence. I could see the comments now. They're all going to love you. Team Mary. Anyway. Uh, do we do have no- one of those? No, we don't we have should. Team Mary. No, listen. I, you know what? Any day you want to take Team Mary and I could step back and you can lead all the things, that would be an act of kindness. Get some suggestions. All right. We could do Until that, like that happens, I'm stuck in this dimension where it's Team DML. Go to DennisMichaelLynch.com slash wine. Support Mary and all of her habits by going there and buying a wine clip. We make a whopping eight bucks out of each one, Mary. And so this way you'll be able to spend all the money you possibly can on new glasses that don't look like this. Anyway, DML, uh, DennisMichaelLynch.com slash wine. Get the wine clip. And always make sure you share the video, especially if you're watching this on Facebook. I want to thank Ashley for coming in, stopping whatever she was doing back there, which I think is she's stealing CBD for herself. Thank you for her. Thank you for Ryan, as always. Denny, with all of his insight and all of his intelligence. And thank you, of course. Intellect. Intellect? Is that what it is? What does Ryan have? Ryan has good looks. Ryan's got street smarts. I don't know about that. Yeah, he does. I may have to knock him around a little bit more. We'll call it an act of kindness. (laughs) Until the next time, may God bless you and your family. And uh, until... The next bottle of wine. This one actually turned out to be yeah, pretty good. I tell you, the that wine clip. No, it's the All wine right. clip. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, that's it for us for this week on The Wine and Talk. Hope you had a great time, lots of laughs, and gave you something to think about. Say goodbye, Mary. Bye-bye. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy. So many people love and trust my dad, and that's why the DML News app is one of the top downloaded apps. I hear from people all the time how they rely on the DML News app for so many things, and it is truly unique. For starters, the DML News app provides a nonstop flow of news articles that we aggregate from the top outlets, and then our team of writers insert extra content in the form of tweets, videos, and commentary all in one place. Next, the app provides the free version of the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast every day. We send an app alert when a new podcast is posted. On tab three, you can watch all of my dad's films for free, including all of his highly acclaimed immigration documentaries and our new series called America the Beautiful. And then there is my favorite tab, the Deals tab. It offers all the specials being offered at DML CBD, plus other DML merchandise like hats, bumper stickers, and new items that my family adds to our growing list of DML products. Finally, there is tab five, which gives you access to the Team DML membership site. Tab 5 also provides important links to DML social media and customer support. You can get the DML News app for free at the Google Play Store for Androids and the Apple App Store for iPhones and iPads. Be sure to keep your notifications on so that you never miss important alerts. 
the DML News app, get it for breaking news, merchandise, films, exclusive content, and Team DML.